Hello and welcome to the Thousand Hours Podcast, a football manager podcast for people who are not called Alex, by people who are called Alex. Uh, I'm Alex Towles, Alex Woodward is here. Hello. And Alex Town Brown is here. I, I don't know why I always get surprised at the fact I have to say hello at the start of this. You really do. People, <laughs> otherwise, how are people going to tell us apart? We've all got the same name, and like they, they can't see us, so they have to know by our voices. Uh, Alex Woodward is the tall blonde one. You are the one with glasses, and I'm the short one. Yeah, it's a very visual representation for an audio. Po- for an audio well, thing. One day we'll do it all. We'll do it proper YouTube style and get recording of like talking heads and like with our bedrooms and that. And you can all see uh, Alex Woodward's signed signed shirt on the back of his wall. I think yes. it's signed. Yeah, it is. Leeds United, two thousand nine ten. Does that mean everyone gets to see the folded up curtain on my windowsill? As, as we do. This. And Very they get to see exciting. the mess that is on the bed in my room as well. Uh, but you know what? You're not getting treated to that today. Today, you're getting treated to a whole... A, a swathe of Football Manager content. I've played two more seasons of Taunton Town, and I have literally no idea what Alex Woodward and Alex Tam Brown have been up to. We haven't talked about it at all in the lead up to this podcast. I have no idea what they've got in store for you. Oh God, uh, Woodward's. You, I, you've got not. You've not done. You've not done much, have you? No, no. I, uh, I yeah, have it's the full time job, man. It's not that. It's, well, it is that, but it's also not that. It's also like playing other games and like Having, trying to play, broaden my horizons, but not that much. You can't play football manager and have a life, Alex. Yeah, Come exactly. On. Disgusting. It's not, I'm not it's saying not I do football. have a life. The things I things I do instead of football manager, I don't think they do constitute a life. But uh, yeah, I, 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 my partner would right. agree it, with that. It's a lot harder to do cycling on a spreadsheet game. But yeah. I'm sure you found a way to make it happen. Oh make no, there is like a, a football manager cycling game, like pro cycling manager. Is that one of the games you play? No, no. I play like I'm the disappointed. F- the F one the if it's I play the F one base game compared to that being F one manager, if that makes sense. And what are Formula One cars if not really fast bicycles? Yeah, yeah, well they've got four wheels, so the really fast quad bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brown, <laughs> how have you been doing? <laughs> um so, so I, I I left the last pod with my my rantings on on San Marino, and I I moved into doing a, an English lower league save within like an extended database, and I chose Tadcaster Albion as they're the closest team to my tiny little town. So, and, yeah, remind remind us where where you've left us off. Yeah, San Marino is is dead and buried for the moment because it is so damn hard. Um. And then I, I, I'd only just started the season when we were recording the last one, so I didn't really have anything to update. And um, it's going well, but I have... Who doesn't have problems with the FA, right? I have significant questions for them, right? Significant. Um, Tadcaster, are they in the, the base game? No, they're, they're in an extended database, and they're in the Northern Premier League Division One East. Ah, right. Same league as Sheffield FC. 
towels, the base game could go down to the 20th tier and Alex Tant Brown would still find a team outside <laughs> of the base save. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, a few FMs ago, I did actually do a uh, a save with uh, my Sunday League team. <laughs> it was it was in like the York fourth division. So I took them from like level 15, 16 of the pyramid. And I kind of got bored when I got to League Two. I mean, yeah. this this was a slog. Yeah, I've got a, a mate on Twitter. Shout out Kieran, who's not listening, uh, who uh, made a German fourteenth tier save of, in the Wirtzenliga. Uh He created a club um, in Hamburg, I think. Uh, I think they're called like Croatia Hamburg or something like that, or like Hamburg Split. And it's like, oh, Dynamo Hamburg, I think it might be. And it's like, the whole point is it's like Croatia, a Croatian side, like a Dynamo Zagreb in Hamburg. I can't remember why he's done this, but he's having a very easy time of it. Because apparently, the lower down you go, there's not very much difference between the leagues. So it's very easy to just rock it up. It, it, it's almost like an FC Romania of Hamburg, really. Yes, that in an English thing, context. Exactly. Which um, I love. I absolutely love that. Alex Woodward loves it even more because it's <laughs> it's 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 park football in Germany. Fantastic! How how, how much better get, can you get? Get that on the going Deutsch podcast. That's what that's what I need to do. Get it on BT first, Sport. First plug of the day. How many leagues down does the German leagues actually go? Does it actually go down to the Bitsen Liga? <laughs> it's gone past our German football expert <laughs> as well. <laughs> I've never I've never looked. I don't. I'll be honest, I don't care that much. You're a casual <laughs> fan. You're a casual. Oh, I, I will admit that. <laughs> Outside uh, of doing a podcast and writing the occasional article. He, he's what you are to us. Right? Yeah. Outside you. of being the guy who everyone else knows is the one that's into German football, he's a real casual about it. Yeah. God. I hate these hipsters that only jump on the bandwagon. Anyway, we're we only uh, watch maybe like two Dritter League games a season. God. Yeah. Oh, typical. Oh, you just hate them. Typical. Anyway, Tam Brown, how is your Tadcast to save going, mate? So, uh, I'm in the third season. I'm in the Vanarama National League North, which means I've had two promotions. Doing really well. But the thing I want... Right. I've I've absolutely no idea how this happened, but I had the luck of the draw in my first season. Right. I managed to get to the FA Trophy third round, which was when I finally played a National League team and mm. lost. And that is anyone within the National League system. And it was the uh, second in the league, I think Gloucester City. I think they were in the National League South at the time or something like that. Either or, they, uh, they beat me on penalties. Oh, well. But it's the FA Cup that I've got a huge problem with, right? Right. I started in the FA Cup extra preliminary round. Always have trouble with that word, right? And I didn't play anyone from the league above until I got to the FA Cup second round. (laughs) Second round proper? The second round proper. Okay. What? Yeah. This is what I tell you when I had, like, the look of the draw. And only then did I play someone from the National League North, right? <laughs> so it wasn't even like we got a, a real sexy draw and, we, and yeah. we did really well. Okay. But we won that game. Okay. Which is even more insane. So 
here we are, tiny little Tadcaster Albion, the only non-league team in the FA Cup third round, and who and we get pulled out at home. Brilliant. My God, what kind of tie are we going to get? Premier League team. Brighton oh my home, God. Albion. Brighton at home at Tadcaster. Filled the stadium. 2,000 people there. Glorious. Who wasn't there? The bloody television studios. I'm Ouch. fuming. I'm fuming. <laughs> That's going to require some editing. Oh, the, pain, dear. the pain that you're going to have to go through editing that. And yeah. The pain from your ears. Okay. That's a, a fragment. Okay. Because obviously TV money is like absolute gold dust. I think it's about 150,000 if you get put on TV. No. Like given, the FA, given Woodward so much work that a town brown. I have. Uh, but like the FA has done, they've put they put all the all Premier League games on telly for that FA Cup third round. Sorry. Well it's I'm realistic. Pretty, to be fair, if you're in like it, it, like like what level are you at? Like the tenth? I was the eighth I was in the eighth tier. Eighth tier, so the one below now, okay, you might actually have a stadium there to put a camera on. I was thinking, if you're in a park, then fair no, enough. No, They're no, not no. going to drag down the cameras when, like, the only the guy that normally records the matches does it on his iPhone. Yeah, no, um, I, I, eighth tier actual stadium, and they and I've drawn a Premier League team at home, and they didn't bring the cameras. But <laughs> Arsenal versus uh, Leicester. Oh, yeah. TV I can cameras. hear the TV executives right now. I just yeah. hear the, who cares about Tadcaster Rovers or whatever? We, yeah. We've got Leicester and Arsenal. They've played two times this year, both were nil-nil draws, and we're kind of hoping for the same thing. Yeah, fuming. And the the worst part about it was we played really well. We actually played really well, solid defensive performance, but we lost 3-1. Just, just because they are a much, much, much better side completely over where we are but uh, credit to the boys they took me to the FA Cup third round in my first season I was I was kind of there going through the games going surely not like sure, surely not that that like, is I, I'm pretty I'm certain that's further than I've gotten in the FA Cup with Taunton yeah it, it, it was an it was unrealistic ride because basically what happened when you got to the uh, um, extra after the extra preliminary round and the preliminary round, when the National League teams come in, all the National League teams got drawn against each other, mm. and then they all got, and then they all lost to the non proper non league sides like Tadcaster Albion and so on and so forth. So there was just a load of part timers going into the FA Cup first round, and it was just an absolute fuster clock, right? When it comes to results. Hence why I got a favourable second round draw. But then, yeah, the third round. That was my pain. But um, first first season went amazing. I, I don't think I, I lost. I went unbeaten. But that's because I've just got a ridiculously good target forward who can bring the ball down and shoot. And for some reason, he responds well to training. And I've managed to get him to do all the the preferred moves that I need him to do, which is beautiful. Yeah, and then yeah. The second no. season, second but, season went just as well, but not not as well in mm, the cups. Yeah, furthest I've ever got with Taunton is the second round where we lost on replay to Bolton. I I wish I could have the the the, the same story of playing a league side, but the first league side I played was Brighton. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you're going to go one way, then that's one heck of a way to go because you must, you must have made so much money off that. We we made a good bo- amount of money on prize on prize money, mm. which was really good. And then we won the the Northern Premier League Cup as well, which was a okay because we beat Macclesfield Town as well and Bury along the way at some point. So we just hate Phoenix clubs. I think we've we've found in this save <laughs> we're, we're not we're not a Phoenix club kind of. What to be on Peter K? <sighs> no to Phoenix Knights, I guess from Ted Castrell. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'd say it's, it's going success, definitely more successfully than AC San Marino. There's nothing worse than than how that went. So yeah, National League North currently in the playoffs. Um, we're beating all the part-time sides. We're not beating any of the full-time sides, and I wonder why. Fair enough. Yeah, I I'll get on to Taunton then, and I'm now just finished my fourth season at Taunton. You'll be disappointed to know that we are still in the National League. There's been no upward movement, no downward movement. And it has been two of the most frustrating seasons of football manager I think I've ever played. So uh, so 2024-25, third season of the save. We started off really poorly, like barely mid-table form. Then went on a run where... We didn't lose from October the fifth till December the se- December the third. So all the way through most of October, all of November without defeat, uh, doing pretty well there. And then, so and that run of form continued. Like we we lost some games here and there, but we were on a run of form that was making us like the third best team in the league, pretty solidly the third best team in the league. Uh, up until like February, March time, like the running came. There was about ten seasons, ten seasons, ten games left of the season, and all we had to do was not massively cock it up, and we were a solid playoffs side. But anyone le- to, like to guess what we did? Lost. Um, can everything. I guess the streaky Lee Johnson argument? Yeah, we massively cocked it up um, <laughs> in a game. Away to Bromley. No, wait, no. No, I think it, was, it might have been a training injury even. Uh, so my star winger, uh, a lad called Fedel Ross Lang. Uh, if you want to find him in your game, he starts off in, in the Southampton Academy. Uh, he got released at the end of the 2022-23 season. Uh, we picked him up for our first season in the National League. Uh, he was really good. But then in 2024-25, he was really good. Like... 15 goal contributions in 30 games. Really good. Um, and while being like, not like, like 15 goal contributions in 30 games isn't like absolutely spectacular, but it was clearly very important because with 11 games of the seasons to go, he got injured. Uh, and then of our remaining 10 games, not counting the one in which he got injured, how many would you think we won? Have a guess. Zero. One. Woodward gets the point. We won one football match of our last ten. Five draws, four defeats, one win. We crashed out of the playoffs. All we had to do in the end was avoid defeat at home to Eastleigh on the final day, and we would have scraped the playoffs. And we didn't. We lost 2-1 at home to Eastleigh. Uh, And that was incredibly painful. Uh, And so I recovered into the 2025-26 season. Can I ask a question before you cover yes, that, you can. that season? 
how does it feel to know that not only did you let the team down and the club down and the town down, but also yourself? Just you wait, mate. Just you wait. <laughs> uh, so, actually, before I do move on to the most recent season I've played, I feel like I should give a shout out to Rob Street, who I mentioned in the last podcast is my much better footballer, but much less good vibes replacement for Nick McCutie, who scored like 41 goals in 43 for me in the National League North. Rob Street was kind of fine in his first season in the National League, as we were kind of fine in our first season in the National League. But then in the second season, in the third season of the save, he exploded. He scored 30 goals in 42 with five assists, which, while not Nick McCutie levels, that is a very, very, very good striker and was good for equal top of the golden boot. However, we then kind of replaced him. I wasn't wasn't intending on replacing Rob Street because he was our star player and scored 30 goals in 42 games. That's not the man you look to replace going into the new season. Uh, But Troy Chiabi rocked up. Chiabi, Chiabi, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it. Um, This is a lad who was released at the end of the 2020-21 season by AFC Wimbledon. So he's a free agent at the start of the game. And we picked him up at the start of the game. Uh, So this guy was with us in the National League South. And I picked him up with the intention of him being like a backup to Nick McCutie. Um, He's not a target man. He's a poacher. uh, But... Like, because I was playing Nick McCutie and Nick McCutie was doing so well, he didn't get any minutes in the National League South. Uh, and so I loaned him out um, for the, uh, you know, he got four appearances, no goals, average rating of 6.47 in the National League South. Uh, then for the 2023-24 season, our first season in the National League, I loaned him to Brackley in the National League North, where he played 40 times, got six goals and four assists. Similarly unimpressive. You could understand why... In the last podcast, I didn't make any mention of him whatsoever because the only reason I kept him around was because he didn't want any money at all and he did have quite a bit of potential. Now, Troy Kiabi is Zambian. He's got dual Zambia Zambia and English nationality. Uh, and when I put him out for loan for the third season of the save, he was picked up by Nkana, Red Devils FC in Zambia. And he went to Zambia and he exploded. He got 15 goals and 5 assists in 34 for an average rating of 7.1 and went from a a 2.5 star striker to coming back as a 4 star striker at the end of the season. And when I went to sign him up again, because of course I went to sign him up again, he was like, I'll be a star player, cheers. And I was like, well, we have been playing a very successful target man formation, but you are the best striker at the club now. So yes, you can have star player. Uh, And so... I brought in Troy Charby and accidentally replaced Rob Street. Then he was really good. Not quite as good as Rob Street in his time at the club, to be fair, but I was trying to rotate them. Uh, we played Charby uh, as a advanced forward, so I didn't change anything in the system uh, other than I swapped an advanced forward for a target forward. Charby played again in the home games as an advanced forward, and uh, Street played in the away games as a target forward. But Kiabi was much better, and Street threw a hissy fit, so I ended up signing uh, another lad called uh, Josh Andrews as well to come in and actually be the target forward that I used. And Rob Street went from first choice to first cho- first to third choice in a summer. Uh, anyway, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, um, 
the season that just been the 2025-26 season. So we've got Troy Kiabi playing games, doing well, uh, doing really well, actually. We started the season pretty mid, but we were like a solid playoff side until December. Then from December until March, mid-March, we did not lose a league game, including a run between the 21st of January and the 14th of March, winning 11 games on the trot. All of a sudden, we went from a mid-table, well, not mid-table, mid-playoffs team, middling playoffs team. We were top of the league by five points. Would anyone like to guess what happened next? Pain. Streaky Lee Johnson effect. Uh, well, given that last season, Federal Ross Lang, our best player, got injured and missed the rest of the season, and then we fell to bits. Would anyone like to guess what happened next? That. Chaibi. Kiabi broke his leg. He's out for eight months. And eight months, eight months out with a broken leg. Uh, and that happened in March. And then we didn't quite fall to bits quite so much. Um, but we did slip down the table. We were, we at the point where Kiabi got injured, we were five points ahead of Southend in the table. When the league finished, we were five points behind Southend in second. Uh, and that was very sad. And then we lost the playoff final. Can since Go we've on. mentioned South End, mm-hmm. can I feel like we can all give a collective shout out to their goalkeeper, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. And if you ever want to waste time in football manager, right, this this guy should be your man. because um, I did right. some research on him after the game. His name is Colin and Deng in D which is a, a, just a beautiful name, right? Mm-hmm. And he's at Southend. He's 20 years old. He's Cameroonian. And his contract is up at the end of the 2023-24 season. And if you want a shithouse goalkeeper, he is the man. Um, does anybody want to explain why we, we all think this? I feel like wow. you guys would put it more beautifully than me. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But it was. It was pure, purely fantastic. It started off annoying and then just started to get funny. But kind of like how you know you'll see certain keepers when when they want a time waste, they'll like they'll grab the ball if they you know it's a corner, come up to get it, grab the ball, and then they'll stand there for a bit and then just fall over. And they'll use that, they'll roll around on the ground for a bit and then they'll stand up and continue playing. And Deed's method of time wasting was to grab the ball, stand there for a bit, and then go, now I'm going to run over to the left. And every time <laughs> he'd just grab it, it was like clockwork grab the ball, stand there a bit, run over to the left. Every single time. And at first it was annoying because obviously watching somebody time waste against your own team is annoying, but the fact the ref didn't do anything about it, just wasn't bothered, wasn't interested. And the fact that it was just so predictable after a while, it was just like, and now, <laughs> and it <laughs> run to the left. Uh, it was, it just made it funny in the end. I, I think, I think we started applauding by the last one. <laughs> <to> go, <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he, he he's still at Southend in 2026 he's... in my save. They gave him a new contract. He actually barely plays for them now. They replaced him. He's played oh, in the wow. in the entire existence of the save. He played 16 games in the first season and hasn't played a single game in the three seasons since. In in my Tadcaster save, he's played. Um, he's become their first choice goalkeeper over the second half of this last season, which is 22-23. They've not extended his contract yet, but they should. Because mm-hmm. he's made 22 appearances, only conceding 20, and he's got seven clean sheets. Yeah. Anyway, um, South End. Do you want to know where he's in my save? Go on. Go on. Well, you know, I thought Ted would want a time wasting keeper, so I signed him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. He, is, he is only the backup keeper at the moment, but he is, he is indeed playing for Bayreuth with Ted Lasso and Bakayo Saka and Darwin Nunes, because of course. Oh, and now Harry Arter and Gerard Piquet. We'll get into it later on. Brilliant. Wonderful uh, tangent about Southend aside. Uh, so we <laughs> ended up... We can do up... more tangents about Southend if we want. We'll make it a later. feature. I, I, I'm almost done talking about Taunton. and I've been talking about Taunton for about 10 minutes now, so I feel like I should get to the end. Um, like we, So we ended up in the playoffs in second spot, blah de blah de blah um, We beat Woking 3-0, which gave me hope that we'd be all right in the playoff final. Uh, but then in the playoff final, 10th minute of the playoff final, my right winger, Charlie Paving, gets sent off. I'm like, oh, that's not fun, but we'll survive, we'll be fine, let's not change anything. Uh, Chesterfield, who are in the playoff final with us, score a goal before half time, but that's fine, we will survive, we can do it. Then, second half, five minutes into the second half, in the 50th minute, my right back, Jack Scott, is sent off. I am now down one one nil down and down to nine men in the playoff final at Wembley. Uh, safe to say we don't win. Uh, Chesterfield go up. So uh, 2025-26 season is a good season for uh, quote unquote big sides getting themselves out of the national league after a long time after being relegated from the football league. But yeah, that was painful. That was a painful experience after. We, if not for a one man unfortunately snapping his leg, probably would have won the league. Remember to, to tell someone if football manager is bullying you because it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right to talk. Football manager is bullying me. It, 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 time. it seems like it's dangling an even bigger carrot in front of you each season and yet using a bigger sort of rabbit to mm. take it away from you. Oh, also, like, before we move on to Taunton, I have a couple of fun highlights. Um, fun highlight number one, Jack Bycroft is back at the club. Uh, the guy who starts with us, who starts on loan from Southampton. At the end of his Southampton contract, we picked him up on a free. He's been my starting goalkeeper since. He's very good. Um, point number two, uh, my one of my starting centre-backs and my vice-captain is Mazid Agongbo, uh, Alex Town-Brown. That name might mean something to you. Why won't that mean something to you? Because he's an Arsenal youth product, and he's also an Ireland youth international, as far as I'm aware. He is an Arsenal youth product and an Ireland youth international. Might also mean something to Crawley fancies, as he's currently on loan there this season. No idea quite how he managed to pick him up, but we have, and he's playing lots of games for us. Uh, Another man who I'm not quite sure how he picked up, but yet he's here and he's playing lots of football, is Matty Folds, who in real life is... Who in real life is Bradford City's starting left back in League Two, uh, and similarly, Kian Harris, 
Kian Kian Harries, Jesus Christ, Kian Harries plays regular football for Swindon Town in League Two. So we this is now a Taunton squad which is peppered with League Two quality. Like we've got some good players here, and if we do make a right fist of it next season, I think we might be able to win the National League. But this is reliant on me actually signing a half decent advanced forward, but quite a few of those tend to get released by the big clubs at the end of every season so i'm hopeful that next yeah next time we do a podcast we might be talking about taunton town the football league side touch wood it, is it also reliant on your physio's room not looking so enticing as well mm. yes it just... would be it would be really nice if we didn't have a player just snap their leg and then last well, season fall to bits um the problem with ross lang the first time was that we didn't have an adequate replacement for him so when he left, like I couldn't really do anything. Like the other guys who could play left wing couldn't really play left wing, so we just fell to bits. Um, so what I did over the off season is I signed another left winger, uh, and what's his face? There he is. Jack Leahy has been pretty good for us. If you want to know who he is, he's currently playing for Cardiff in real life. Then when Troy Kiabi snapped his leg, fortunately it was just before the free transfer deadline. So I loaned a eighteen year old regen from Shrewsbury who could run and hopefully score some goals. And to be fair, he did all right. Got three goals in six games in the run-in. But he was no Troy Kiabi, and we will not be bringing him back next season. Speaking of regens, um, there, there's one that I, I forgot to mention about my, my Tadcaster save. And mm-hmm. I, I know I've mentioned him to you two, but the, the listeners, I feel, need to be exposed to... Uh, the wonders of this lad. He originally came through as English, but he had like a Cameroonian second nationality. I don't know what it is about Cameroon in this in this year's FM. But um, Boris Obama has been the Boris perfect Obama. has been the perfect second striker for me. I mean, can he head the ball? No. Is he brave? No. But I tell you what, his dribbling, finishing, first touch, passing, and technique are exquisite. Quick question. Is he left wing or right wing? He's just centre attacking mid <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> He's just straight down the centre. Oh, He's got, wonderful. He has got a very strong left foot, if that helps. Oh, also, uh, if any Taunton Town fans are listening, uh, four seasons in, the only remaining like actual Taunton Town player, not Jack, not called Jack Bycroft, who still gets any minutes to me, is Joe Budd. Uh, oh. He played 18 games as my last choice central midfielder this season. Uh, and he's got two assists from it. So that's that's awfully nice of him. Uh, he's I'm... he's just a nice lad. Um, the, the lad who almost stayed that long, still technically on contract, but he's going to get released at the end of the season, is Zach Smith, who has had a wonderful season at Hampton and Richmond. Uh, playing lots of football and getting five goal contributions from their midfield. But I just wasn't going to play him this season, so I let him go out on loan and he'll get released at the end of the year. Everyone else is gone. uh, Apologies for circling back to Boris, but I just want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. So he's played 74 league games for my Tadcaster side across three seasons. Guess how many goal contributions he's got. Do you like him? I would name my firstborn. Yeah, but no one's going to believe that when, when you 60. ask them. Why why do you call him Boris? Oh, it's 
it's a football manager player. <laughs> you sure it's not the other guy? I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. Please believe Boris, me. Boris Obama, Tant Brown, what a name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. I don't. I don't think he really knows what he wants to be politically. He's not that, that Alex Tant Brown. He, he he's yeah, like, just I, got very weird this for naming is. Yeah. Do you want to guess at the at the goal contribution? So I was also going to say sixty, but I'm going to go. Well, do you know what? Price is right. I'll go sixty-one. Oh, Alex Woodward is 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 closer. God. I was going to say 70? seventy at first. Well, it's, after sixty, it's more than he's got more than a goal and assist per game. Wow. Um, wow. He's got 39 goals and 47 assists. Totaling 47 80, assists? Totaling 86 goal contributions. Why do I not find these players? Because you don't abuse tactics like I do and play That's fair. the weirdest stuff That's ever. Fair. <laughs> yeah, why... why? I, 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 wish, I, I wish Nick Makuti worked in the National League because it's been painful without him, I'll be honest. He still exists in the game. He's just he's now in a non-playable league uh, with I think AFC Telford, who got uh, relegated. If you're listening, Nick, he's been writing and you still ain't calling. Uh, he's at AFC Telford at 34. He's played 34 times and scored six goals. Uh, he's still got an average rating of 6.63 uh, in whatever league AFC Telford are in when they get relegated. I, I really enjoy the stat line of Nick Spicuti through his through his see through his time as a player. He's got uh, eleven goals, twenty goals, five goals, ten goals, seven, eight, zero, two, nine, six, one, six, forty one, six, four, six. <laughs> There's a bit of an outlier there. Yeah, just a tad. I wonder when you're having a pre-match press conference in the FA Cup third round, playing Premier League opposition. Why the hell are you asking me about the fact that the Stowmarket town manager is under pressure? We're in the third round! <laughs> uh, Why do what, I what, care? But what do you think about the Stowmarket town manager out of interest? I couldn't even tell you his bloody name. <laughs> Did I say that? How, in... how not? Because <laughs> I didn't care. Daniel Smith, to... do you not know that? <laughs> Have you made that up or do you actually know that? Of course I made that up. Good. <laughs> I don't know, you might have a lottery ticket. Uh, no, Woodward, I wouldn't put it past you googling it for the bit. Yeah, Showmarket uh, Town, here we go. No, I, I um, that, that reminds me, it's something I don't think I mentioned in the last podcast. It's Oh my god, it's brilliant. It's even better than, it's a, it's a real person. They obviously didn't have a manager in the database. Guess who their manager is? Now. Klopp. No. Damn it. It's Colton Palmer. It's Colton Palmer. <laughs> it's Colton Palmer. <laughs> God, these Leeds fan jokes. You and I, you dear listener, no idea what's going on. These lead fan Leeds fans always with their in jokes. What's a Colton Palmer? I'll never know. Colton Palmer played 18 times for for England and was probably one of the gangliest players to ever yeah, put on the a, longest legs in professional football ever. And, and Woodward has studied them. No, I haven't. <laughs> Just... You said they're the longest legs in professional football ever, so you've studied them. I'm sure Peter Crouch would like a word. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that. He, he finished his career at um, 
according to FM, at Staveley Miners Welfare in the Northern Counties East Premier League, which was nice. Way before the reformation of lower league. Anyway, let's let's, let's, let's and, reclaim and way, this podcast way after, somewhat. Way after he'd played for Leeds. Way after. He played, played for Wednesday Leeds. as well, didn't he? Before Leeds. Before yeah. going back on loan to Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know who this is. 18 oh, England caps. Get, yeah. get, if you don't know, get to know Colton Palmer. If if you've watched Premier League years, you will mm. have seen him score the football goal. L- listeners, it, it, listen. If you if you have any idea who Carlton Palmer is, let me know on Twitter that I'm wrong. I'll uh, be honest. A thousand hours pod. Let us know if no, no, a thousand hours FM, aren't we? Checking. Yes, we quite a few we... seasons in the Premier League. He, he's he's not on yeah. un, and had eighteen caps for England. He's not am exactly. I just, am I being called out for being the youngster of the pod here? Yes. <laughs> I've never when, when was he playing? Forward feels so old. Nineties of nineties, no. yeah, no, nineties and early noughties, yeah. I always yeah. remember a goal he scored in ninety four, ninety five. Not, not personally. Sorry, I'm you just remember? You weren't born. You weren't born. I just said not personally. Just I've seen it. It was uh, a right goal. I can't remember he scored it against Rocky. I want to look it up now. In a in a past yeah. life, Alex was anyway. a Carlton Palmer super fan. Tweet me, tweet at us at a thousand hours FM if I'm stupid for not knowing who Carlton Palmer is, or tweet at us if I'm entirely reasonable in not knowing who Carlton Palmer is. If you are Carlton Palmer, tweet at us and we'll get you on the podcast because that'd be really funny. Regardless, let's let's move on. We've we've had like a solid fifteen minutes of tangents at this point, and Alex Woodward, I don't think, has even even mentioned his football manager save, other than to say that he's not done very much with it. So, Alexander Woodward, please tell us about the German leagues in your save. Oh, well, I was going to say first up, I I got Palmer promoted from Serie B. I don't know how interesting it is. Um, I didn't know Carlton Palmer was playing in Serie B. Yeah, he plays in Serie B now. (laughs) So He's here, he's there, he's everywhere. (laughs) Carlton Palmer... <laughs> oh dear! I'm pretty Tantrum. sure any chance about Carlton Palmer had had stuff to do with his legs. I'm trying to find this goal. This is all your scored. knowledge, mate. This is all your knowledge. To, he, he scored a really famous goal for Leeds. I cannot remember. Oh, he also played for Coventry. Oh, there we go. Anyway, we'll stop talking about Carlton Palmer now, as much as I don't want to. So. It was a bit of a struggle. It, it was probably the biggest struggle I've had in a while in FM, just because the the game wouldn't bend to my will and it was annoying me. And so I I, I was struggling with thinking of who I needed to sign to, to fix the problem because I had enough money to sign players to fix the problem. And then I, I think the, part of the problem this year is I've just been going off name recognition <laughs> a lot of the time <laughs> and going, well, there are these two fairly identical players who I could sign, but one of them's this guy. And I, I think for the most part, my January transfer business did prove I signed Marlos, a free agent. He used to play for Shakhtar Donetsk. That wasn't the main one. I then saw out of nowhere, at positions I had already addressed, that two players had been transfer listed. Uh, one of which was Felix Metcher from Wolfsburg brother of Lucas Matcher, who we have discussed ongoing Deutsch, sorry, plug, <laughs> had to do it. <laughs> and I was like, well, obviously I'm going to sign him. But another guy who has been mentioned on this podcast, 
He's a Bundesliga player. He, football manager clearly doesn't rate him that highly because he's only played two games for his club. And I think he's perfect. And I'm actually a member of his fan club if it existed. I would be a member of it. I would be the president of his fan club. Does anyone want to take a guess? He has been Marvin mentioned. Dutch. No. By the way, side note, the number of Marvin Dutch mer- merchandise stuff you can buy on Etsy is is strong. I, I I just, out of nowhere, I was sheer boredom earlier, I typed in Bundesliga on Etsy. And, pra- like, a weird percentage was Marvin Dutch related. <laughs> it's odd. You um, you wouldn't you'd think one result would be surprising, but there were at least ten, fifteen Marvin Dusk related items on the first few pages. That is odd. I was trying and to Nicholas Voldkrug, which I was this close to buying. I was I was trying to think of a German way to say Carlton Palmer, but I'm going to have to just settle for Max Cruiser. Not Max Cruiser. No, I, I like him even more than Cruiser. Ooh. Um, that same Alex Alex Stryker, to... his name escapes me, and I feel really bad. Ah, oh, yes. Well, not a Pauli striker now, okay. but... No, yeah. Is, it, is, is he Ghanaian? He's Ghanaian. Is it Daniel Kofi Chiera? Daniel Kofi Chiera, yeah. He was <laughs> transfer listed by Freiburg. He was like, I don't care that I have 20 players at this position. I am signing him. And honestly, it's had a bit of a letdown. I think he only got like a 6.9 average rating. Metcher struggled as well through parts Aren't of the season. Aren't you in the No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. This is Palmer. This is Civi B. Oh, so you are. Yeah, we'll get on to that later because I've not seen through the entire season yet. But I, I I knew I wanted them, so I signed them anyway. Metcher starts off poorly as as well. He scored two goals in the game. I was like, here we go. And then he got injured in training. That's been part of the problem. I've had a lot of injuries as well this year. So that's really annoyed me. And to be honest... A lot of the times I've been forced to play Roberto Inglese. I don't play Roberto Inglese. Don't do that. Terrible idea. I I noted to our group Chavez Palmer in real life signed Roberto Inglese for twenty one million euros. And honestly, I don't think he'd do a job in Serie C, let alone in Serie B. Zero goals in thirteen for me. Average rating of six point three. There's just no point in playing him. I'd rather have an empty space. <laughs> I think Sorry. we'll probably make 21 episodes of this podcast before I'm able to spend 21 million euros on a player with Thornton Tan. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. In real life, a Serie B side spent 21 no, they, million. No, they bought him when we were in, we in Serie A, but honestly, they, it's fascinating playing as Palmer, right? Because like, you have all of these bad players who, who you know, can't really cut it in Serie B. And you're looking at their profiles, you go, well, I mean, I can't really offload them. And you go, they spent how much? <laughs> like, there's one that they've bought this year, Gennaro Tutino, and he's one of my best players. But, like, he's only CVB quality and, like, middling CVB quality. And when you look at his profile, they spent $5.5 million on him this summer. Stop it. Whoever's in charge of Palmer's transfer policy, just stop it. Cool it. Calm Spe- down. Speaking of transfers, hmm. do you want to do some live transfer negotiations on the podcast? Oh, go on. Because I absentmindedly hit continue, and Salford City have offered me um, a paltry sum to sign Mazida Gungbo. 
Now, Mazida Gungbo is worth 10 grand to 90 grand and may become unsettled if he is, if he is not allowed to speak to Salford. Uh, they have offered 36 and a half grand uh, over 19.75 up front, uh, 6.75 after 20 games, and £975 per league appearance. So, what shall I do? Counter for the full amount up front and mm-hmm. 50% of next sale. I'm going to go for... I'm not... Ooh. I'm going to go for 75 up front. Get rid of the per league appearance. And get rid of the... I don't want a friendly. They, they put a range friendly in there. Uh, and I would like... £15,000 after 20 games. So that's eight, 75 grand up front. Fifteen grand over twenty games for a potential value in excess of ninety grand, with a percentage of profit for next sale for twenty percent. Suggest terms. Rejected. And a gongbo wants to discuss personal manners matters. <laughs> Where hey, uh, what am I going to say? I didn't think the finances were right on the deal they were offering. They need to meet the valuation. I'm going to set. Uh, and they yeah, that. I, yeah, I love that. And my my proposal is 180 thousand pounds. So oh. yes, you can go for 180 thousand pounds, Mazid. No one's going to pay that, but you're happy with it. I'm happy with it. You're staying at the club. Sorry, Woodward. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. And I'll be honest, I was going to transition into the German save, but I've decided to sim it forward a bit, and now I'm waiting. So I can tell you Sounds like a sounds like a good time for a break. Yeah. Well I'll tell you quickly. Bye Roy from the Ted Lasso. Nah, not happening this year. Well, we'll be back with that in a very short amount of time. Other podcasts take these breaks so that they have an excuse to shove ads into your listening experience. We take breaks so that Alex Woodward can sim forward five months in Football Manager. <laughs> yep, that's the only reason. Uh, I, I that hadn't and I went to the any... Yeah, <laughs> we, didn't need, we didn't need to go there. Um, I hadn't simmed through the rest of the first season of German football, so I, I was very excited to see what had happened. I guess we should start off with Ted Lasso, because like we said in the last episode, I put Ted Lasso in charge of Bayreuth, and we gave him a load of players. Uh, we gave him Phil Jagielka, because that reminded us of Roy Kent. We gave him Bakayo Saka, because he reminds us of the Nigerian player who I've forgotten the name of. We gave them Darwin Nunes, because it reminded us of Danny Rojas. Football is life! And who was your one? Jack Grealish, because he reminded us of Jamie Tart, because there's no way to think about anyone else with Jamie Tart. <laughs> so... How did it go? Well, considering that we had all of those players in the squad, probably not great. Now, in the break, Alex Tamp-Brown said something along the lines of, if you didn't win in your opening eight games, that's on you. And it, it was on me, because I was swimming through all these games. I didn't take charge of any of them. And I noticed that when I when I holidayed through the games, I decided to press, first of all, play tactic, play comment tactic, whatever it is. I clicked on that one, but I also clicked on do not make alterations to the squad. Now, the problem with that was that I had set the starting 11 and never put a bench, (laughs) never put a bench together. So (laughs) we opened eight games, we did have a substitute. (laughs) 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 So 
Well done, that, that might be why we had a really awful start to the season. We did start to get better as the season went on, but even even then, I don't think we would have gone up anyway because we finished 13th on 48 points, including a pretty awful run towards the end of the season. There were bad stretches. There was a time when Bakao Sack was injured for a couple of months. There was a time when Jack Grealish was out and Darwin Nunes. I think all of the big hitters had time out. But to be honest, even then, I don't think it would have changed much because out of all the players who who joined us, and, and there were a few more who I should probably go into right now, I realised that, you know, Phil Jagiel can never hit the heights that Roy Kent is described as having hit in in the um, in the show because Roy Kent's won the Champions League, Roy Kent's done a load of things, and so I decided to sign Gerard Piquet as well because Gerard Piquet is in a very similar situation of having won everything, been amazing on the pitch, Wait, not off Gerard the pitch. Wait, Gerard joined you in the Dritter Liga? I made Gerard PK join us in the Dritter League. <laughs> there was no convincing. <laughs> yes, so he's on loan for the next five years, but kind of like Roy Kent, his powers have faded to the point where he just quits, ups and quits. So, you know, he is Spanish Roy Kent, except Roy <laughs> Kent in the show is never shown doing dodgy business deals, so I'm pretending he's not done those dodgy business deals. Allegedly. No, 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 no. He he's he he is the guy behind the Saudi Arabia Supercopa de España, and he's admitted that there's nowhere to go with it. So nice. I just like saying allegedly to make sure that we. Oh, you just like saying allegedly. So Gerard Piquet, actually, he he played well. I also okay. signed Emre Chan because, like, the Dritte Liga feels like his level when you watch him at points this season, <laughs> and he. He played okay, not as good as some of the other ones. Uh, Bakayo Saka had a rating of 7.24. He started off the season really poorly, but clearly in five months of simming that I've done, he has picked up seven goals, ten assists. Jack Grealish got a 7.1, eight goals, eight assists. To be honest, he's in the Dritter Liga. Should be doing better than that. Like, yeah. come on. Wait, what, what did he get, a 7.1? Yeah. Uh, so what, Jackie I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is he's about as good as my Isaac Hutchinson. Yeah. Except... Oh, oh, yeah. That, that, that's a name that probably make, rings more of a bell for a lot of people because he currently plays for Walsall. Mm. Is he on loan from Norwich? No. Oh. He did play for Southend, but I think they're actually in the Football League. I think I'm thinking of a different one. Probably. I'm definitely thinking of a different person. Yeah. Bill Jagielka, 6.5, uh, so Ouch. not good for him. But easily the star was Darwin Nunes, who was the only player who was even keeping Bayreuth in games at the start of the year. He scored 39 goals in 38 games. So he actually, you know, did something. It's nice that one of the players did something. Of course, this brings us on to the conversation of how he did in comparison to the other two. So, who scored the most goals, do we think, in the Dritter Liga this season? If you think back to who we signed in the Dritter. Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland did score the most goals. 44 in 38 games. I'm trying to see if we got any assists. Seven that, assists. That, that's almost as good as Nick McCootie. 
Well, it is better than Nick McKay. It's almost as good as he'll inevitably get in the Premier League this season in real <laughs> life. Not quite as good, but still pretty good. Kylian Mbappe scored 40 goals in 37 games, but also had 15 assists. So 55 goals, uh, goal contributions in 37 games. The weird thing is he, he was willing to pass the ball and everything. So that was quite a surprise. Their first game against each other was fantastic. Finished four ball uh, between Haaland and Mbappe's sides. I don't know how the second game went because I haven't had a look at it, to be perfectly honest. So that game, stalling for time, 1-0, which was less interesting. (laughs) Who scored the only goal? Haaland. Mbappe. (laughs) Bloody Raphael lookalike. (laughs) (laughs) the weird thing is in in that first game eight goals they only contributed for five of them so like it wasn't just them like 1860 did have other players as well particularly 1860 because they ended up winning the league by seven points alversberg finishing in second we should probably discuss it Uh, i put alex tamp brown in at one of the teams i put him in charge of osnabrook Oh, that's fine. Osnabrück <laughs> got relegated. <laughs> oh. And Alex Tamp Brown was fired. So he Fuck took off. over. In all fairness, he did have a bit of a rough job because I put him in after the previous manager had been sacked. Is it Tobias Schweinsteiger, I believe? I should Price know. Next. We talked about Schweinsteiger on the show. I'm sure he's their real-life manager at the moment. Yeah, Tobias Schweinsteiger was sacked. And then Tamp Brown came in, he lasted 208 days, and then he was sacked. So, Ouch. not the best Do you want way a fun to fact? start the save. Go on. I've been to Osnabrück Zoo. <laughs> that's, that's, no, fact. that is a great fact. I love and that. now, now <laughs> the newest feature of the show, Alex Towles reviews Osnabrück. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we actually went into the town itself. Uh, yeah. So uh, okay, but I'll give, I'll give Alex more... reviews Osnabrück Zoo. From what <laughs> I remember, from being there seven years ago, Christ, I'm old. It was good. Nice. God, right. God, I'm so old. <laughs> I was yep. I was 14 when I went there. I'm 21 now. That's so long ago. Yep. <laughs> keep, keep, my keep, dre- keep dreaming, kid. I'm 24, going on 25. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I am. Oh. <laughs> So, going up one league to the Spider Bundesliga, you might remember last time I said I'd made Terence Boyd really good, and if I did not say that, then I made Terence Boyd really good. He ended up being the top goal scorer in the Spider Bundesliga, 29 goals in 34 games. Can anyone guess who came second? Spoiler, you're not going to guess. Terence Max Boyd. Cruiser. No, Terence Boyd came first. Yeah, I got it right. No, I said who came second. Oh, because we just discussed Terence Boyd, 29 goals in 34 games. I zoned out. Um, a disappointing 18 goals. And it's very, very disappointing when you consider the player. Nico Fulkrug. Now, Nicholas Fulkrug plays in the, the top flight for Werder. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not him. Um, it's, it's a player who some would say is better than Fulkrug. Of course, I would not. Oh, but... Is it bloody Matthew Hopper? It's it's not, but at least you're on the right track thinking it's not a player who genuinely plays in for Spider. Oh, Josh I decided 
No, I decided to go Route 1 with my with the problem that St. Pauli are having, which is they can't score goals. So I was like, I thought outside of Haaland and Mbappe, who is the best person? Did you person, give them Robert Lewandowski? I, I didn't, because I'm, I'm saving that for later on in the save. I was like, who who can I think of who's a, a likeable player? Okay, you might, you, pro- you two probably don't like him. Oh, who Harry Kane. I, I signed Harry Kane. He got 18 goals to St. Pauli in the league, so... Big up, Harry Kane. <laughs> that is really disappointing. It, it really is. is. You know what else is disappointing? Jackson Irving was doing really... Oh, actually, Jackson Irving finished with a 7.41, but ended up being the fourth best player in the league based on... He only played 16 times. Oh, he must have been injured. Based on average rating. I thought Terence Boyd could do with a US friend. Uh, in Kaiserslautern, so when I saw that Christian Pulisic had been transfer listed, he went to Kaiserslautern, and <laughs> you'll be stunned to hear that Kaiserslautern won the league <laughs> as a result <laughs> of all of this. Sixty-seven wow. points, very unrealistically. Greuther Firth finished second, which I can guarantee you is not going to happen in real life. Just that isn't. Right. Paderborn have finished in the playoff spot. I am yet to finish. The playoffs, and I, I'll be honest, we're not we're not stopping the podcast to do it now because anyway, I'll be Alex Woodward, where am I? Right. <laughs> so, so, so earlier, uh, yeah. So, so Town Brown went to Osnabrück and took them down, but uh, Woodward didn't put me in until about three quarters of the way through the season because he yes. forgot. So, where am I? <laughs> I will say that on your profile it says one positive, pleased with his team's recent form. I gave you the option between picking red and picking green. You chose green, and can you are go, a manager. Can we go through the other team first? Oh, the to other show team. What he could have had. Well, this is what you could have won. This well, somebody else won. went to the other team. So the, the red team oh. ended up being Nuremberg. Nuremberg had just sacked their manager, so that was one of the options, and they have finished six points clear. Of drop now, of course, the new manager's not had a lot of time to implement his complicated system, and you know, with a manager like him, it's probably going to take some time. I decided to give him Marcelo Bielsa because <laughs> I feel like Marcelo Bielsa would probably like Nuremberg. They're a big club; they've got lots of great fans. You know, they stand up for for what is right. You might remember their kit from the end of this year with Mensch written on it. Very lovely. So. He went to Nuremberg. They finished 14th, 37 points, way up the league. Way, way, way up. We come to Hanover, which is the side you have taken on. Oh, you're giving me Hanover. Nice. You've, you've been given Hanover. Not It's not really me who gave it. They were the two jobs that were available at the time I asked you, it was Nuremberg and Hanover. They were the only jobs with vacancies. If I'd waited a bit further, you might have been able to get Borussia Dortmund. But unfortunately, <laughs> you did not. So, let's see how you've done. 1-9, drawn 3, lost 2. I don't know why Lytle was sacked. Oh, I now see why Lytle was sacked. They were terrible. So, <laughs> see, you, I, you... I, quite, I quite like Hanover. I've got a soft spot for Hanover. Because mm. back when I played FIFA... Space for booze. There we are. Um, I this, this is when I was like fourteen, fifteen. I did, I did like journeyman saves, but in FIFA because I was better at FIFA than I was at Football Manager, uh, and so I did one where I 
after a couple years in Switzerland, I ended up at Hanover, got them promoted, got them into Europe, and then went to, I believe, AC Milan. Um, and that, to this day, is one of my favourite FIFA saves of all time. I still boot it up every now and again. I believe it was on FIFA 18. Sam Brown, how would you feel if I told you I'd played FIFA in the last week? <sighs> Fair enough. Knowing, knowing how you. Would I tell, how, how would you feel if I told you that the reason I played FIFA is I found an old disc that had been mm. in a box far away My and that it was this FIFA. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, what a game. It's the World it Cup is... 2010 FIFA. 20... It is 2006. Not... 2006. 2006. Oh, I can't read. It's the best game they made. Best. And yeah, uh, we, we could talk about that uh, on another, another time. But oh, I yeah. will say... I, I, I thought it would be fun to play as Germany just because I've I've read Raphael Honigstein's very excellent book, Das Reboot, uh, which is about the sort of rebirth of a German national team up to winning the World Cup in 2014. I highly recommend reading because it's genuinely really good. And this comes from somebody who hates international football. So mm-hmm. that really, if I can enjoy an international football book, it really is good. Do you think after the events of this recent World Cup, he'll make Das Reboot to Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> I mean, if they if they win in twenty twenty six, absolutely, he'd be better. <laughs> I'll beat it. But I beat England four 0 in the round of sixteen. You're so horrible. I, hate I felt you. you know. Do you know what was weird about that? Is that I've played as international teams on Football Manager and played against England and beaten England, and yet I still felt weirder about that one than I did. It was more ones. personal. Maybe, yeah, it's more active of a process, right, than playing football manager because you're actually controlling I'm, the players. And I'm, also, like, really when you win... To, now now you've said that, I really want to load up, like... I don't have, like, football manager 2006 or anything like that, but mm. I now want to have that so that I can play some international football with England's golden generation and actually win them something. Actually, Could, couldn't FM... you just use one of the retro databases? Probably. Um, What's called the Mad Scientist. Yeah. Hmm. FM06 as well, you would be able to play the 2006 World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So the other other thing as well that probably makes you feel weird is that, like, when you win a game on that that game, it plays the country's national anthem at the end. So, like, I'd just beat England 4 0. And then, I was like, okay. It's also probably not helping my image that, like, just, like, being obsessed with Germany. I'm not. Getting back on track. We'll go up. Oh, bloody Union Berlin. We'll go up to the Bundesliga. You can probably guess what's happened. So, one of the changes I made, we'll talk about Bayern Munich later on, but one of the changes I made was to put Joshua Kimmich on Bochum. Didn't work. They were relegated in last place. Has anyone else assigned for them? No. 7.2 rating, so it's not on Joshua Kimmich. But it is very much on Philip Hoffman. God damn you, Philip Hoffman. It's, it's not on Philip Hoffman. It, wow, it really isn't on Philip Hoffman. He scored 16 goals for Bochum. He tried. So he, he did well. How many goals did Bochum score in general? Like, I want to see what percentage of goals were scored by Philip Hoffman. My mouse has died at the worst possible time. 26. So he scored more than half of their goals. And that's why they've gone down. The other team was Augsburg, who I don't believe I gave any players to, so that's my fault. Oh, there's a job opening, so, you know, if, if a certain person wants to take on that job, 
Come I'm going to see if there's someone better. Right. I'm going to see if there's someone better. <laughs> Thanks, no, mate. No, no, yes. Then Augsburg. Oh, Augsburg. Augsburg. Oh. I thought you meant Augsburg. Yeah. I want to see if there's someone better than you as a manager. No, I I, I think Augsburg would be a good... Because Al- did, Al- did you say Augsburg have just been relegated from the Bundesliga? Yes. I think, I think that's that'd a, be a step good one up from because... relegating Osnabrück yeah. in the I, I, I think ch- chuck him in there, and then you've got him in at Augsburg and me in at Hanover in the same league, and that'd be quite fun. Ooh, nice. Okay. So then, all, all you got to do then is put yourself in at St. Pauli. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Another player who disappointed having left Bayern is Thomas Muller. He did well himself. He had a 7.27 average rating, but Union Berlin are in the relegation playoff game and they've sacked Urs Fischer, which breaks my heart. So, so that's, that's not ideal. It's so unrealistic. Yeah, exactly. Not happy. Okay, Kiln have not sacked Baumgart. So that's that's at least something we can hold on to. Ronald Koeman's at Hertha Berlin, because of course he is. Another change I made, and I don't think we talked about this on the last episode. You know, like when you want to see two players play together quite a lot. And, and well, actually, some people have seen these two play together. But Bundesliga TV, that's not a thing. That's a thing that I want to be a thing, but it is not a thing. I, I wrote an entire article about that, what, me wanting that to be a thing. But the Bundesliga Weekly Show, which is what I was meant to say, did a feature about the unique friendship between Jude Bellingham and Jamal Musiala. And I was like, oh, it wouldn't be nice if they played together. So Musiala's at Borussia Dortmund. I also gave them David Raum for nothing. And I was like, okay, they can really compete now for the title. Ninth! Jesus. Ninth. Funnily enough, Erdin Turchitz has been sacked. They've replaced him with Luis Enrique. And if that's not bad enough... Is that something that could actually happen in real life? That could happen in real life. I, I, he needs to go. But oh, um, Urs Fischer is at Schalke, who finished a place above Borussia Dortmund in the league table, which is probably why Dortmund fans are not going to be too happy. But Schalke fans get to be positive for change. That is not happening in real life. All I did was give them Manuel Neuer. Why does it think this? <laughs> Manuel Neuer, 16 clean sheets. So that, that probably helps. Who played well for them? Tom Kraus. I played well for them. Oh, did you? Simon Torodda <laughs> got a, a 7.0. Simon Torodda scored 14 goals. Well, that's not happening. That FM's unrealistic. <laughs> Can I complain uh, about some transfers that I've seen in my Tadcaster Albion save? Because, you can always complain, Wilbur. Um, I, I feel as though the Saudi owners of Newcastle have struck a new oil well um, because they've in one transfer window, they've signed Declan Rice, Job Bellingham, and uh, Jaden Sancho, which is disgusting. By the way, yeah, that um, is that's a lot. That's it's it's horrendous. They all they've also bought Tariq Lamptey to sit on the bench behind a thirty-four-year-old Kieran Trippier. <laughs> like that's wrong. It's wrong. See, th- this is why you do an editor save and you bankrupt them. <laughs> I don't know what's happened in England. I've not looked yet, but I, I, I put them in, like, all of the debt. So, fingers crossed, it's paying dividends. <laughs> you could have anyway. found it. They've just paid it off. And I'm also annoyed that, yeah, I'm also annoyed that uh, Rodrigo Zalazar was not a star player for Schalke this year. 6.82 average rating. Omar Mamouche 
6.93 average rating for Wolfsburg. Just thought I'd look him up at the same time because, I mean, you know, I miss Should, should we wrap up this podcast given we've been going for an hour? I have got I feel... three more things to talk about. Three more things, go on. Go on. Right. So, the game's unrealistic. We know that already. And the game's unrealistic because it doesn't rate Werder Bremen highly enough. They only finished sixth in the end. So, I mean, what's enough. going on there? In all fairness, with the number of changes I made, they should be finishing way higher than sixth. <laughs> I gave them Eric Maxim Chupamoting and then made him really, really good. And he only scored 11 goals. Luckily, Nicholas Fulcrew came through with 26 goals, which is about 20 fewer than he will score in real life come the end of this season. I have you given Nicholas Fulcrew 20 finishing and 20 composure? Oh, he's 200 um, current ability. Good. Yep. Good. I then also gave him Danny Olmo whilst I was trying to make Leipzig bad. He's done okay. And. Their best player, arguably. I I thought, you know what? It's been a while since he's played in the Bundesliga. He played for a side who have a W on their logo anyway. And I don't want him playing for Man City. So let's give him Kevin De Bruyne. And he he did really well. He had a 7.42 average rating and 10 assists. So it's that. Can you give us Mehmet Erzl back? Oh, I can, I can do that if you want. He's not going to play I any th- football for us, but... I thought Gladbach were going to challenge for title because they were doing really well in the Hinrunde. Sort of fell off in the Rucklunde. Did claw it back towards the end and only finished three points behind. It looked like Leipzig were going to win the league, so I panicked and cut a load of their players. And the good news is that they had just one point in their last three games and lost the title by two points. The bad news is that despite all of the changes, and it's not helping my argument about German football, because (laughs) it's wonderful and fantastic and entertaining, but even with screwing them up, Bayern Munich won the league, (laughs) which means I didn't try hard enough. (laughs) <laughs> oh just to go just to go through the changes we made in the end because we made we made a few we we made them buy marvin dusk for 160 million in the end i, I said 160 million because it's double their record transfer Pretty fee and it, it seemed it seemed all right and he's played three games for them and not scored so i don't know what you're doing with your record signing i then oh all of the rest were outgoings were they? i don't know why i'm looking at the ingoings because that's not going to do anything for me. I then sold Joshua Kimmich, Jamal Musiala, Eric Maxim, Chupamoting, Thomas Muller, Manuel Neuer as well. And yet they still won. Did they replace them? No, because I put them in loads of debt. Oh. This is horrendous. So so it's not a great argument for me. I mean, in all fairness, their squad is still really good. Players I didn't touch include Pavard, Delict, Pamkano, Davis, Gavetsa, Savitz, Sane, and Mane. So no, they've, they've got a I've good had squad. An idea. Next year, they will not have a good squad. I've had an idea. You've had an idea. What if you swap the remaining Bayern Munich squad with the current 1816 Munich squad? <laughs> Oh, that's going to take some time. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to I'm going to give more of their players to eighteen sixty million. I think that's fair. By the way, the DFB Pokal final is Kuln Dortmund. Just in case you want to know, it's not been played yet. Nice. It's an interesting. A negative note to end the the episode. But if you want to feel better, just picture Harry Kane in the St. Pauli shirt. <sighs> We'd actually be able to score. Hey. <laughs> I, I hey. don't often picture Harry Kane pleasantly, but that is pleasant. Yeah, 
It's pleasant. Nice. We'll, we'll end there. We'll I'm just going to... It makes me want to have a look at um, the top leagues in my Taunton save. Uh, oh, uh, Ma- the league winners in the Premier League. Man City, Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. That'll do. I've looked. Shall we end the podcast? I think this is a good place. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of A Thousand Hours. I've been Alex Towles. Alex Tam- Alex Woodward has been there. Say, say goodbye, Alex Woodward. I'll be the same. Say goodbye, Alex Tam Brown. Goodbye. Uh, we'll be back with the next episode whenever we can be bothered to record it. And more, more pertinently, whenever we can be bothered to release it. Because I couldn't be asked to release last episode for like a week after Alex Woodward sent it to me which was a few days after we recorded it. So we said in the intro, oh, it's been three weeks since Football Manager came out, and then it came, and then by the time the episode released it, it had been like a month. So, whoops. Uh, but yeah, when we can next be bothered to release an episode, you can hear it. I'm sure you're looking forward to that. Make sure to tell all your friends about this podcast and how great we are. Uh, and make sure you don't accidentally break the leg of your best striker. We'll see you later. Goodbye.